You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, everybody. This is Borland Idealist. That's not my name, um, but that's the name of, of the show. My name is AJ. Hi, guys. This is Chris. And on this episode, we are featuring another distress tolerance skill. Um, Yay. Oh, have, have they been useful in your life, Chris? Yes. Really? I know that you, um, you've enjoyed, like, the, the sensory awareness episode where yeah, we... Yeah, that was really nice. Oh, you should play that for me to go to sleep, too. That'd be good. Really? You want to hear my voice over and over and over no, again into your right. dreams? I hear enough of it during the day. I don't need to hear it as I go to sleep. Oh. <laughs> you know, my fantasies, you're like, yes, <laughs> please, I can't get enough. But I, I wanted to um, give a shout out to Elysia. Elysia. <laughs> Marie Nicole. So she was. Elysia. She was an artist. Elysia. Elysia? That's what I, Elysia? that's how I'm pronouncing in Spanish. <laughs> Elysia, that's probably what it is. What okay. was I saying? Elysia. Elysia. <laughs> girl <laughs> I just wanted to give a shout out to her because uh, in the group she found the sensory awareness episode really um, useful Help. yeah, yeah Help. Um, during an um, anxiety attack at work so mm-hmm. you know I hope other people can take that and you know you don't always have to you know listen to me you know <laughs> you know, you can all you can find a list of different sensory awareness exercises mm-hmm. and just kind of read over them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that made me really happy that you, you know that helps someone. Yeah. Every time he gets a call, a message or something, he's like, "Oh, Christian, we were able to help someone." <laughs> it's cute. I was like, I know, that's why we do it. <laughs> yes, I love helping people. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I do enjoy helping people, but, um, do I really run to you and say, Chris, we're helping people? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think that's, <laughs> but, uh, okay, you know, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> but no, it just, it. Uh, it makes me happy because, you know, I've been doing, I did that DBT boot camp. Mm-hmm. And, Which you um, have finished now. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still doing a DBT with my uh, my therapist. And I, I want to um, help people become familiar with some of these skills because, you know, it may help. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, distress tolerance skills are when something really affects you, um, a a super stressful moment, um, Mm. let's see, when I I would say, like, a a breakup, you know, or, um, if you, sometimes when I feel, when I feel, uh, 
I guess, slighted or I feel like somebody is mm-hmm. getting the best of me or something that I, I feel that or... At um, work, if someone mm-hmm. um, says something to you in a different tone that's not nice or, yeah. or I in mean, front of people, that's the worst. I think we've all had those moments where we just lost it and then we look back and, and regret it. And so distress tolerance is something that is useful to um, not solve the problem but to help you lessen the pain mm-hmm. and lessen the pain so that you can deal with the problem with a more clear head. You know, you're trying to get to a mindful place and you can't do that if you're filled with emotion and that that is, you know, <laughs> just yeah. radiating off the of you. The way that I think about it, it's like a way to stay in control of your, of your, all your senses or all your mental capacity. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was listening. You sound like a scientist. Ooh, you've been watching the universe too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so in the group when I was talking about radical acceptance, doesn't it just sound cool? It's like radical. <laughs> radical acceptance. Um, I was talking about, you know, how you want to prevent yourself from going... Uh, <laughs> Through the, the whys, you know, we all get into, oh gosh, oh man, I I, ugh, I feel like I do this almost every day, I'm having flashbacks, but we all get into this thing where um, we start asking, why did this happen to me, why did, I mean, wouldn't this person know this isn't the right thing, or why would this, oh my gosh, why, you know, why then, why, um, and I really could not think of the, the word for that, um, but in our group, uh, Kimberly, I'm, I'm going to say that's Kimberly, right? K-I-M-B-I-R-L-L-I. Or how would you say it in Spanish, Chris? Kimberly. Kimberly. She said, I call it spiraling, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that that is what it's called, definitely. When we start to spiral, you know, when we started asking, you know, and it just goes around a circle, why did this happen? Okay, well, why? And, and when that happens to me, I try really hard to let things go, but I can't because I'm spiraling <laughs> out of control. That just builds up the emotion, and you really can't deal with, with the problem that's going on. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to a little... Um, dissertation I wrote here. Wow. <laughs> well, kind of, I don't know. I kind of wrote a, um, an essay. I was really thinking about what to say about mm-hmm. radical acceptance, and I kind of realized that it could have helped me um, a, a few years back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of these could have helped me, but it could have helped me a few years back. Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna read this really fast and then I guess we can can go from there okay because I had to do all the work let's hear your essay come on nobody cares about how much you did while you were at work okay while you were you were making money and 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 I to feed us and keep a roof over our heads 
Ooh, you know what? I can't uh, wait to tell the story, uh, Chris. Gosh, so hard. I can't wait to tell the story about how how you tried to help me use radical acceptance. We're we're gonna get to Can't that. Just get to it. It's, I'm just teasing it. It's it's gonna be. Ooh, I can't wait. Go. You remember that, Chris? Start reading. All right. <clears throat> yo yo yo, kids, listen up. Okay, Will Smith. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Okay. <clears throat> so I had a job that I really liked until. Three years later, I had a boss that made my life hell. (laughs) I decided to put in my two weeks and look for another job. I began looking for other jobs and offers came in, but none of them panned out. After my last day, I was put as a don't rehire because he he threw papers all over my desk and then asked me to clean it up. And I was like, nah, you know what? Oh, man. Gosh, I have like so many emotions about that. Mm. That was like the ugh. that made me so sad because I really like. I don't know why I like that job. I think just because it made me feel like I was, um, successful. You know, it made me feel like I was I was doing something, and then this happened, and this, that was like the hardest thing to navigate. Mm. Uh, uh, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't have a guarantee for any job, though those that wanted to hire me made it seem like I was at the top of their list. After not getting any callbacks and hunting them down, I freaked out. How could they lead me all like this? Surely if people were coming to me, someone would have hired me. Maybe I wasn't really a good employee. My dad was so proud of me for having a steady job for three years and looking to move forward. Instead of looking for another job, after everything seemed lost, I freaked out. I drank more. I slept all day. I didn't eat. You know, because I was drinking. Why did I need to eat? Um, Sorry, I didn't eat. Um, Disappointment became frustration and developed into a steady depression that seemed never-ending. Like the never-ending story. All became. Have you ever seen that? Never ending story with the dragon and. Okay. Um, all because I couldn't accept my circumstances because it didn't seem right or fair. It wasn't fair. I had to leave my job. It wasn't fair that HR sucked. It wasn't fair. I was led on. I dug a deeper hole every day thinking about my failure. Ah. <sighs> If I had accepted the situation, it felt like giving in. Like I deserved what happened. People told me to never leave a job unless you have a guarantee of another. But I felt I did. It certainly seemed to be so because I was even flown out by a manager to visit the location I would work at. Kind of cool. Another part of it Uh, was suffering. I did not want to accept something so painful and feel how let down I was. I suffered trying to make sense of the betrayals. Yeah, I couldn't control the outcome of the situation, but... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I couldn't control the outcome of the situation, but I could control 
how much suffering I was to endure. As it went on and on in an endless loop of disapproval, and it went on and on in an endless loop of disapproval. Oh gosh, and Chris, could you hand me my other my other glasses? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm, no, not the Chris. Can you hand me the the other the other glasses? The other one. They're on the top. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see. I can see. Thank you, baby. Would you expect this situation? Uh, would you accept a oh, man didn't help? Here, take this back and give me the give me the Do first pair. <laughs> I got this. Leave me alone. This okay. is my story. Yes. It's my testimony. You're doing, you're doing wonderful. Just keep it's going. my testimony. Just keep going. <clears throat> would you accept? Would you accept? Would you accept the situation as reality? Or any situation that seems unfair. Say you wanted to adopt a friend's cat, and they promised it to you. But when you came to pick it up, they had already given it away. Mm. You had planned the day and the time for the adoption. Yet your friend gave it away to someone else because they were in the neighborhood. Ooh. Quote, unquote, they were in the neighborhood. That doesn't seem right or fair. Would you be able to accept it? If you don't soon, it will bring suffering. The pain of having your friend lie to you is real. They shouldn't have promised something that they couldn't deliver, right? And it makes you mad, sad, confused, and disappointed. Acceptance does not mean not acknowledging the pain. Your pain is real and valid, but your suffering is optional. Mm. Say it again. Okay, well if you well if you're asking, acceptance does not mean not acknowledging the pain. Mm. Well, y- your pain is real mm. and valid. Mm. But your suffering mm. is optional. Hey. Mm. We need an mm. organ in here. Turn. 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 It's powerful. It's it powerful. Is. Okay, acceptance also doesn't mean agreeing with the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay? It was unfair, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't right, but it did happen. Mm-hmm. And you lost out on that, that beautiful little kitten. Oh, man, that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Wow, can you take down our cat calendar? I mean, it's making me cry. Oh. And I only have three cats. Like, it's, you know, I just... Is, is this a bad time to, to ask about <laughs> another cat? No, go. Okay. I mean, yes, it is a bad time. Keep reading. <sighs> Chris, I'm, I'm only going to be this furrow for so long. I mean, after, you know, after a certain Keep age, reading. Okay. <clears throat> uh, life offers us great joy, but also distressing pain. Isn't that nice? Not every problem can be solved. Radical acceptance means instead of resisting reality and concentrating solely on the suffering, you return your attention to expecting everything about the current situation, about yourself, and your life without question. Hmm. Did that make sense? Did that make sense? Let me make sure. Um, <laughs> 
Okay, so radical acceptance means instead of resisting reality and concentrating solely on the suffering and expecting everything about the current situation, about yourself and your life without question. I think it means accepting everything about your current situation and yourself without question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, English is only my first language. Um, and and you didn't even help me revise this. I mean, I had to, had to, you know, let, let the AI do it. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, might as well just let the AI be my husband. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, hey Siri, will you kiss me? Revising. <clears throat> Yeah, so radical acceptance, once again, you know, means instead of resisting reality and concentrating solely on the suffering, they return your attention to expecting everything about the current, accepting everything about the current situation, about yourself, and your life without question, blame, or pushback. Mm. Everyone got that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got my teaching degree online. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, students, you're not embracing the situation or saying that it's right. You're simply accepting yourself and your circumstances in order to better move through and past them. This is the first step to lessening the duration of extreme emotional distress that can keep you at a standstill. Radical. So, to practice radical acceptance, we must let go of judgment and perceive things as they are. Using the uh, situation about the, the kitten, the cat. Mm -hmm. um, that gets you angry, that gets you mad. <laughs> a lot of other things, too. Wow, I just heard a cat meow. <laughs> I'm frustrated. But instead of going, you know, why would my friend do that to me? Why would they promise me that? You know, what? Why would. What? They were in the neighborhood, but I said I was going to get it. Why did. Who does that? Yeah. And, I wouldn't do that. And you know what? You know, you may have a friend that just looks at you and shrugs, you know? And there's no answer. There's no right. Anything, and it was wrong. But you're going to leave there. And I hate that. Sometimes I tell Chris, you leave me alone with my emotions. <laughs> I'm like, do I even know what that means? Does he even know what that means? It's kind of weird. It's just like my, my emotions will sometimes. Um, go on and on and on and on. I think it's because I'll hold on to the situation. You know? Mm. And sometimes I expect you to know that I'm holding on to the so situation, I, but I'm trying not to tell you because it so feels it's weird. it's not that like, I leave you alone with your emotions. It's that you stay with those emotions. Yes, because I... I and, and I... It feels like but. you should know that I'm feeling that way and that I'm still dealing with something, you've moved on. I'm just like, I, I, you know, I get kind of jealous. Like, how could you just move on? This is happening still. Like, I don't know. I just <laughs> put it behind me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great radical acceptance. Um, but yeah, so, so with the cat, instead of thinking about all that, you know, you're just going to, hey, let's accept, you know, the reality, you know, that my friend... I mean, <laughs> did did not tell the truth, 
and I wasn't able to get the, the cat, you know. Um, so you don't want to put any judgments in there. So I guess you can, you don't want to say, you know, my friend didn't tell the truth. Ooh, man, that's hard because I just want to be like, my friend lied to me. So <clears throat> you want to focus on the things that you can control. Um, you want to try to accept reality and try not to put uh, judgments on yourself or other people. Mm. And so that's supposed to help you find relief. Um, and then <laughs> I did right here, notice when you go off track, usually using a lot of should. Mm. Um, I should have known I could entrust them. Or, I, I should have not stayed at my old job. These resist, um, these resistance of reality are not helpful. Oh, man, that's exactly where I want to go with this. Like, man, well, <laughs> it's like when my um, psychologist would be like, the facts. Uh, what are the facts of the situation? I'd be like, the fact is, he wasn't listening to me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, the, you know, the, the fact is, my friend lied to me, but I... Chris, how would you how would you do radical acceptance in this situation? I know you just let things go. You probably would be like, hmm. So I guess maybe I'm. Oh, the I'm, situation. Yeah. I mean, it, I, well, how do you, how do you deal with that versus me? So I, let me see. Um. So if I was were, was to use radical acceptance here, it would be okay. I see. No judgments. I need to accept. That I will not have a new cat. You know, I need to accept that I'm not going to have a new cat. I need to accept... I think how... Um, I need to accept the, the situation... Um, I really want to say something about my friend. <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest thing is I want to accept that I'm, I'm knocking the cat. I want to accept that... Um, Things didn't turn out the way I wanted them to, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to accept that and be o o okay with that, you know. It's that that is all right, mm -hmm. and and I think radical acceptance is also kind of a, um, it's a way of kind of acting or pretending like mm -hmm. everything is okay to kind of lessen the pain, you know, because it isn't it isn't right that that happened, and it, it makes you furious, and you and of course you want to know why and put this stuff, but you, you know. It's a distress tolerance skill of acting as as if you're accepting it, and then hopefully you're able to use that as a truthful, um, or or that becomes honest and you are able to accept it. Yeah. So I think for me, because I've actually you know, that's what I practice a lot. And I didn't really realize, you know, I didn't have a name for it, except for, you know, you just move on. And that's how I kind of just, like, you know, talked about it. But I've practiced that a lot throughout my life, and I think it's due to a lot of circumstances that I grew up in. But, yeah, for that scenario, for that particular scenario, I feel like I would... A lot of the times, too, is that I also have a tendency where... I don't want to create conflict, and I don't want to make feel, people feel uncomfortable. So that would be another part of me that keeps me from saying anything in the moment. 
<laughs> Man, I feel that I, I feel like I don't want to be stepped on. I don't like when people try to take advantage of me. See, I'm gonna stand up for myself. That's how I get myself in trouble. I'll be like, oh, what? What'd you say? <laughs> I'm the 180 opposite. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know what? It's if somebody com- does something bad to me. I'm like, okay, you know, it's. I don't know. I, I try to be like, okay, it's fine. You know, it's it's nothing temp. It's nothing permanent. It's something that's temporary. Blah blah blah. For example, I mean, growing up, I've had people yell slurs at me. I mean, one time in particular, we were my my family and I were entering on our way to the entrance of Six Flags, and someone called out. Um, a couple of guys were walking out of the park, going towards the parking lot. And they see us, and they start yelling slurs at us and telling us to go back to to Mexico or, you know, and other slurs that I don't want to repeat. And, you know, I was pretty young. I was, like, in high school, probably. My sisters were in middle school and elementary. And it's like, wh- what do we do, you know? So the only thing we could do was accept that it happened. It happened before. And then just don't let that dampen our day. I mean, I guess what else could you do about it? But just kind, uh, just just think about it. I think anybody in that situation really thinks about, you know, why would somebody do that? Why did that go through your mind at all? Like while while you were going through six packs and stuff, or were you able just to put it away? No, I was like, I remember being very upset, and I wanted to cry. And yeah, I remember asking like. To myself, why and kind of just like feeling bad for my sisters and my parents, you know, having to be part of that. Like I remember just like uh, hoping that my sisters didn't hear or that they would just be able to mm-hmm. move forward. And we didn't really talk about it. Like we just kind of all kind of pretended like it didn't happen or like, you know, we just didn't want to recognize it. Maybe because by recognizing we would be inviting it in. We're just like, okay, that... I guess in a way it's like, that happened, but... Let us, you know, they're crazy. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna move on with our day. And I think in, as, a, as a group, the whole of us, we kind of... You know, we were just a family, so... We were still all young, so we were able to move forward, maybe. I'm not... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that kind of goes along this, this next part that says radical acceptance is very difficult. You know, it, there, you, you know, I think in that situation you do feel maybe a little forced to just kind of accept what happened, you know, cause there, there, there are no answers, you know, mm-hmm. you can't really, um, but even if you try to. You know, and say, okay, that happened. You're still left with the feelings, right? Mm-hmm. You're still... I'm sure when you think back to it, you still have the same feeling, right? Mm-hmm. You you feel it. You um, know it happened, but you have accepted that it happened. Um, so that you don't have to, you know, think about it all the time and have those feelings build up. Because I think that's that's one way that people... Um, build up hate, you know, mm. and hate in other people, you know. Um, 
by just holding on to those things and letting those feelings fester. Um, so uh, one way to help you get there is using a DBT skill called opposite action. Do you know what op opposite action is, Chris? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, tell yeah. the class, please. Why don't you inform the rest of our listeners? So, Chris and other listeners... So we act or pretend, we do a lot of pretending here, we act or pretend we are accepting our reality. You can write down ways in which you would act if you no longer didn't resist the facts of the situation. Try to use that list to practice those behaviors to reduce stress. You must practice it on anything that you can't let go of. It takes time, but there's no time like the present to start. So, this is what I was kind of saying about, um, kind of pretending about the, the acceptance. Because I feel like, you know, radical acceptance, I don't think it means to just accept something, just move on. Like, I don't think anybody does that, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think that by attempting to uh, uh, um, accept it, you can kind of get your feelings into check. And then over time, it, they, they will su subside and you will accept that the moment happened. And so using opposite action is, you know, even if you, you feel like you're, you're not able to accept it, that you, you can't, the opposite action is to pretend like you're accepting the reality. Just pretend, you know. Okay, this happened. I'm just, yes, I know that this happened. I can't do anything about it. This is how it is, and that's something that can bring your distress down. Mm -hmm. So, if I was to use radical acceptance in my sit, oh, I'm sorry, that's. The I think that's the other. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, is there a situation that you need help radically accepting? Chris? Mm. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, on here it says, ask Chris if there's something that he needs to radically accept. Okay, well, I guess that's the end of the show. I guess I need to radically accept that you, you will never be up, anything. That you will never have the same up to par. You will never meet my standards of cleanliness and organization. Yes. Okay, that is something. That is something that you need to radically accept. <sighs> that is. Just pretend. Just pretend you're there. It's all about being mindful and... Um, and uh, practicing. Nope. Can't time, accept it. No, well, sorry. No. Can I, can I just no. say... You can try harder. One time not to... Um, one, one way not to use radical acceptance is to perhaps force it upon someone in such a way that it feels... So, <clears throat> let's say there's a situation where... You call your husband and you're feeling pretty bad. You call him and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And then all, you know, this is like this. And I, I, and then I, I, you know, this happened, blah, blah, blah. 
And then he says, well, remember radical acceptance. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just asking everyone to, to imagine that. Like, you're, you're in a really heated situation. And then your husband tells you, well, remember radical acceptance. What would you do? I'd be like, thank you, baby. Yes, you're right. I should radically use my radical acceptance skill to help me get through this time right now. Okay, so you're you're like the one percent of people that don't have BPD that listen to the podcast, and I think I'm like the ninety nine. <laughs> so I would feel pretty upset. You know, I I feel like you guys are saying I'd feel pretty upset. So I'm, we're channeling that. Well, I mean, that was a situation that that happened. Of course, Chris is the husband, and. He was trying to get me. Allegedly. (laughs) And he was trying to get me to use radical acceptance um, in this situation where I was, um, I don't know, was I freaking out, Chris? Or just, yeah, I was freaking out. And just by him saying, well, remember radical acceptance, that was enough to just set me off. I was like, really? (laughs) Like, it's just that easy. I just need to say. So, what do I need to call? I'd like to point out that that was not the only thing I said. Well, that's all I That was the one thing that you focused (laughs) and zeroed on. I was like, then why do I need to call you? I just need to accept it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's you're funny right. now. It's, exactly. It's, it's why funny. do you need to call me? <laughs> it's funny now, um, but I think I think um, in a situation like that, it would have been nice to use uh, radical acceptance. Um, I think I just think it's kind of funny how it backfired. You know, um, but yeah, that would have been a good situation to use that. Mm. So you're what you're saying and, is that I was right. Well, I I, I think I would have come to that conclusion. Mm. Is, uh, Better late than never, I guess. Maybe next time you'll just. Well, I you know I I think it's the way that you said it, but um, no. you know. <laughs> Remember radical acceptance. I'm like what? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's, it's just, it's not easy to accept some situations. It's just not, especially like off the bat. I think that's what made me mad because, you know, I'm calling you to vent about something. You're just like, well, more radical acceptance. I mean, that's what I heard for some reason that you, you started off a sentence with like, well, remember radical acceptance. Um, and I think you were saying like, it's okay. You know, you know what happened when you said that it just, you know, it made all, it seemed like it made my venting, um, you know, why, why are you venting? Just accept it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is important to vent if you have to. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to vent if you have to, um, but you have to work towards acceptance. So I just think, you know, Chris, in, in, situations going forward if something is going on right then and i'm in panic mode Mm. i don't think it i don't think it's a good time to say you know remember radical yeah because i mean i mean all i'm gonna say is remember and then you should know oh i'm oh wow (laughs) like really i'm just gonna say one word remember (laughs) remember But you have to you have to watch how you use it. But I mean, yeah, hopefully I can get to um, that point where I am able to use that and you know 
you don't have to tell me, or or maybe you can tell me it'll offend me. But I mean, everyone everyone's got a everyone. I think has the right to vent, you know, within themselves, especially feel the feelings that they're feeling. Um, and I think that that's that's one thing with radical acceptance is kind of feels like you're telling yourself that the situation was okay and was right. Well, just accept it. You know, this the situation is is what it is. Just accept it. And you know, you're you're making um, it kind of can feel like you're making you know another person right. You know, you're just accepting how how bad that made you feel how how you know that that other person made you feel bad and it's okay it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. no i don't think that you know it's not fine it's not fine it wasn't okay you know you should feel that way but you have to accept that the situation happened so that you can reduce your suffering just accept that the situation happened and I think if you do it over and over and practice and practice, it will become something that your husband won't have to tell you, you know, five seconds into a situation or a conversation. It was minutes. That you would, well, Chris, you know, nobody knows for sure. You know, there's, there was no, we'll, we'll get a detective on it, okay? Well, we have a call log, you know. We'll get our secretary on it, okay? But I'm, I'm pretty sure my sense of time. Yes. So I hope you guys learned a little something about being radical and just accepting it. Uh But make sure that you are feeling your emotions, that you're feeling how bad you feel, (laughs) which is is not great. But you don't want to try to stuff those to a box Um, and, and... and and push them away, um, so so to say. I mean, I guess you do want to kind of push away like the the stress and stuff, but the the emotions, the feelings are still valid, are still there. You want to work to like lessen them. I was gonna say you also don't want to just like swim in them for the rest of the day or the rest of the week, or month or year. I mean, part of radical acceptance is learning to move past it. Mm-hmm. Not just accepting it, but learning to move past it. So that you it can... just, it sounds so weird, like, move, move past, because it, I still think of some situations and I still can, like, like that situation, like, um, that you talked about, I can still feel the emotions attached to it. Um, I really haven't, I, I mean, I, I guess I've moved past it in a sense that I'm not thinking about it all the time, I'm not obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I kind of, uh, I think about past memories and, and things is that, you know, it is, it is something that happened and I'm going to learn from it. You know, I'm just going to, um, learn from it and hopefully make better decisions. So, well, guys, thank you so much for another, listening to another episode. I was going to say that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this informative episode uh, about radical acceptance. I hope it's something that you can use in your life. Um, I think, you know, think about it. You know, how would it be if you had accepted something in the past? What would you have said to yourself? Um, what would that have felt like? Would it have lessened the pain? Would, um, 
Would things be different now? Would you be in a parallel universe where you're like a millionaire because you finally did that thing that you wanted to do and you made your... I'm just saying. I mean, I, what? Don't look at me like that, Chris. Are you saying I could have been a millionaire and I squandered my... Oh, God, I did. All right. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, think about that. And, you know, always as always, you know, uh, look for us in our Facebook group and send us um, an email or, or post in a Facebook group or the Discord if you have any success with radical acceptance, I mean, that would definitely help other people to know um, that it does work in, in our lives. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next Sunday or next, next Sunday. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.